0: Guys, welcome back to the first ever separated quarantined edition of the Call to Action podcast. Jeremy, how are you? Where are you? Where are you stationed right now?
1: I'm stationed at home. How about, how about you? Yeah,
0: same, same. Are we
1: all stationed at home?
0: Yeah, I guess. Well, so I didn't know if you were, you know, remotely working from somewhere else or what you were doing. But.
1: No, I, th- I don't know where that place would be, you know. I th- <laughs> yeah, we got the order at midnight last night that we're, yeah. we're doing this, that uh, everyone in Ohio has to stay at home uh, yep. to, to try and flatten the curve of this nasty virus. So that's what I'm doing.
0: So I got to ask, do you think like they're going to pull people over, like start pulling people over for giving no, tickets
1: for anything like that?
0: Not. No. Okay. We're not good. at that
1: level yet. That'd be some national guard type stuff. Probably. I, yeah, I don't know. We're not going to get there because they've left essential businesses open, like grocery stores and such. So you yeah. clearly have to drive to those places. I think <laughs> it's just really hitting home. The fact that people just need uh, the, the best chance we have it. Stopping the spread of the the virus is to not be together. Uh, yep, yeah. Clearly, because it's very contagious, and we all know we've all read. We don't need to hash out all the the stuff. Uh, Eric and I clearly not doctors. Uh, yes. At yes. any point, but <laughs> you know, to to just stay away for the time being. Uh, probably right call as you see the numbers going up. Um, yep. And uh, so that's what I'm doing. And I don't know I see we're, we're doing this first time we've, well, I guess we're always seeing each other on the podcast, but yeah, yeah, yeah. doing this a little, you know, from unvideos and and uh, yeah, it's nice to see
0: your face. I haven't seen any yeah. faces in a while. It feels like,
1: yeah, it's that's nice. true. Well, we, we don't want to just, you know, just, we're not going to let uh, COVID-19 ruin Call Them Action podcast. Yeah. Well, we kind of, we
0: kind of did for a few weeks, but that's okay. First, first one back. it, it was Ooh, tough. Look, we had we, to adapt. We, I'm, we had a tough few weeks it, let, let's be honest I mean there yeah, wasn't
1: let's, let's a lot recap. of good
0: news <laughs> not a lot of good news coming out of uh, you know the Mac office over those past few weeks, but you know obviously something that had to be done and I mean, we worked like hell to to kind of you know handle crisis when when it happened and it was it was no a doubt. crazy few weeks
1: no doubt uh, I mean, you take back that tournament week, we did our pre tournament call uh, on the on the podcast with Michael Ray guy Jackie Wynn and we're talking about all the teams and everything and it seems moment, so long ago <laughs> yeah from from the moment you got to the arena and you started reading stuff you just felt like oh um, man i i don't know what's going to happen you i mean i just had that feeling the whole time as you're reading stuff and cases are coming out and you know the back yeah. prop, props to commissioner steinbrecker and our our whole team for being Pretty much the the, uh, the Ivy League was the first to cancel everything. But, you yep. know, our tournament um, be, being one of those frontier pro, uh, conferences to come in and say, look, we, we got to take care of this now, not let it linger, and uh, make the call. It was a tough call, I'm sure, for many. I mean,
0: I, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I mean, we tried everything, I think, to play those games. And yeah. I think if we would have waited a few hours, the the government would have shut us down anyway, since we were more than 100 people. But, I mean, I'll tell you what, it was a, it was a hard call. Like, uh, I know we talked about it uh, a little later, but, you know, there were kids, you know, pretty upset. We were pulling off the court and, and stuff. So, obviously, a tough call for everybody um, involved in the whole situation, but uh, ultimately the right call.
1: Yeah, we, we had to make that call and then you see the NBA do it and you see, you know, uh, golf PGA Tour doing it and other conferences yeah. doing it and now the whole world. And so to make that call to to, you know, decrease the risk of people. Uh, maybe coming into the field house and, and spreading uh, the virus or who who knows, um, you know, yeah, it's a tough call. It's something, you know, from our perspective, uh, we've been talking about the tournament for weeks, like, Hey, the tournament's coming, the yeah. tournament's coming, we work so hard yeah. on it. Our entire staff worked so hard on it, uh, on putting it together, not to mention getting ready for the NCAA tournament the next week yeah. uh, that we were working on. But, but to do that, uh, the, and, and that's, I mean, that's just a half of it The the work that the student athletes have put in all year, the coaches, uh, everyone at the field house, you just feel for everyone and you feel for everyone worldwide. Cause everyone has in the same boat with this and they probably were working on a big event and it's no longer happening. And, yeah. uh, the world has
0: definitely halted.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy. Uh, and I, we nothing that we're not telling anyone listening to on this on this podcast. No, so, sure. so, our job moving forward is to to try and tell the stories of our student athletes and coaches, like we've been trying to do since November when we started this, and to just create a little bit of content for people that you know. There's no sports on. There's nothing to do. So, hey, Might uh, well good, no good podcast. news. Good news. You get to hear from Eric and I. Uh, yeah. Talk about some <laughs> things, and uh, it will give us the opportunity we're so wrapped up on, Hey, the, your record is this and you, your stats are this and all that. This is going to give us the opportunity to get some people on and just talk about what they're doing, what they yeah, like, could... uh, off the court stuff, off the field stuff, which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that's ultimately what we wanted to do with this. Right. I mean, we, we brought this to be a, a more of a personality talking type of podcast. I mean, it's not, it's not all about records. It's about telling the stories and and stuff like that. So we, I think we, we both look at this as an opportunity to kind of build off what we've wanted to do with this podcast the whole time. And so uh, it's good news. um, And we're so excited to bring it back, whether it's remotely or I know we're not, we don't have the fancy setup that we usually do, but uh, we're going to bring you that content either way. So we're excited.
1: Yeah. It's going to be fun talking about people's favorite, TV shows and uh yeah. what they miss about sports and uh what food you know they made sure they went up and stocked stocked up on before we all had to stay at home and just getting we just want to put some fun lighthearted interviews out there cuz I know a lot of people out there are looking for that kind of stuff and uh you know staying at home it's it's, it's not great. Uh, no, but, but up. in the grand scheme of things, it's about the easiest thing that anyone can also do, uh, yep. to sit on the couch and watch some TV. And, uh, you know, in our case, it's keeping our kids busy, uh, cause the weather's not great yet here in Ohio. So it is a lot of inside time, uh, have gone out a couple walks, but good. It's, good. it's still kind of cold and, uh, yeah. we don't want them getting normal, sick you know we don't want the cold yeah, right. to the off start so yeah hopefully it warms up here soon in Ohio and uh we can start going about that what, what have you been up to
0: yeah man just trying to keep busy I guess I don't know I've been doing a lot of walking and which I don't normally do and just kind of
2: <laughs>
0: getting out <laughs> and trying new things you know I started reading a couple books whoa I hey know. look out I know I'm coming at you with some knowledge I guess I don't know um but yeah I've been reading obviously watching you know some Netflix trying to catch up on some shows and and things like that and just trying to spend time with the people I care about I mean that's the most important thing keep you gotta keep the people close that you that that you really care about so uh especially during this time um so just spending time with them
1: yeah, it's it's huge. It's huge. It's it's kind of a silver lining in all this is that uh, the the time with family. Uh, now, having said that, I know some people are like, "Well, I'm gonna go see my parents, spend some time." Like, I've I've been pretty much we've we've been on pretty much uh, straight lockdown here. Yeah. Outside yeah. of some walks and some trips to the grocery store, uh, parents. My parents are a little bit older. Uh, coming off the tournament and being around so many people. I personally wanted to take precaution and just stay home uh, for a little yep. while. And and I uh, think that time has passed, but I'm still, you know, my, my father's even out and he, now it's like he got a haircut. I don't know why, but he went and like got a haircut <laughs> a few days ago and, you know, that's pretty close to someone. And I'm like, well, now it's kind of flipped. Like, Do you go over there? Now you don't
0: want to go see. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So that's that's I'm sure the case of a lot of people is thinking about. Well, even though we've stayed in, where have these other people been? And you don't, no, I don't think anyone wants to deal with this. So, no, my thing is just staying at home. Uh, Again, we've utilized some uh, pickup services for groceries, which is great. I have had to go in, but I make sure that my trips are pretty quick and, uh, to the stores and we've been just laying low, but spending time, like you said, spending time with the kids, uh, my wife obviously, and just trying to come up with things, uh, throughout the day all while trying to work. Um, you know, it's, it's not the easiest thing to do, but it's, it's here and you find out something new every day. So
0: no, it makes you, it makes you miss those, uh, 8:30 30 a.m. trips down to Starbucks that's for sure yes and absolutely and, and visiting with everyone talking to the workers at Starbucks and things like that yes. having those daily meetings and things in your office so uh definitely a, a different time but you know it's something we're gonna have to get used to I think
1: yeah the the camaraderie yeah on a, on a family side uh here it's great on the camaraderie side with the people you work with and and see every day it's it's difficult. Although I don't know what we've, talk, we've talked, we've about cause there's no, nothing yeah. on. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's tough. Uh, but we've utilized, uh, like right now we're on a zoom conference looking at each other. Like we said, yeah. uh, we, we've been using some conference call stuff for the staff so that we're all keeping in, um, communication throughout this and just working on what we can get done. Uh, we're trying yep. to, put as much content as we can still on our, our social media accounts, um, and, uh, try to come up with some fun things for people to do, uh, over the next few weeks and, uh, see how that all goes. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's uncharted waters for everyone. Yep. Well,
0: with that being said, I think we should probably get into our our guests for today.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, A friend of the program.
0: Uh, familiar face if you will uh jeff bacon associate commissioner for championships and sport development
1: senior Uh, associate commissioner my
0: my my apologies my apologies (laughs) uh so jeff bacon is going to join us today he was uh he was deep in it i would say uh the the past few weeks and is on the front lines of everything that was kind of going on and every communication uh, every talking point that had to be measured uh jeff was definitely in that room and and part of that business so uh we kind of got to get in his brain a little bit about what has been going on and what his life has been like the past few weeks so uh we hope you enjoy this interview with jeff bacon
1: all right uh well we are back with our show as we said uh and we have Jeff Bacon with us Jeff what a couple weeks huh I mean we haven't done a show since before our tournament and then there wasn't a tournament and then we had to cancel uh, <laughs> you know that and then the NCA tournament I mean from your perspective and you were in a lot of, of different meetings that we were not in and kind of behind the scenes just take us through uh kind of what you were doing during those weeks, and um, you know the conversations that you had, and a little behind-the-scenes look at kind of what all went into yeah. play. Yeah, I mean,
2: whirlwind is definitely the best term to describe it. I mean, it was just constant, um, you know, read and react mode, which, um, which is, is is kind of a big blur at the end of the day, but you know, for us, when when this all began, and it really began as we were getting our tournament just started. Um, in fact, it was the, the Tuesday prior to the start of our um, quarterfinal women's round, where we're, we're talking about um, some of the things that were coming down. Uh, the NBA news, I think, is what really tipped the scales for a lot of folks. And, um, you know, when you see it starting to hit home a little closer, and then in our particular case, what was unique about uh, the NBA news, and, and right for, for anybody listening, what we're talking about the Utah Jazz coming out and announcing that two of their players had been uh, tested positive for coronavirus. That was the Tuesday night prior to our tournament. I think that's March March 10. Yep. Um, what was unique for us in Cleveland was that the Utah Jazz had just been in the building uh, about eight or nine days prior to that. Um, so not only the news of, oh, it's it's hitting home and leagues are shutting down because of concerns, but uh, you know, we had our student athletes and fans and parents and, and staff in a building that, that that team had actually been in about a week prior. And, you know, mind you, today, we have a pretty good idea of, or a better idea, at least, of the timeline um, with the COVID-19. And at that time, we really had no idea. So you kind of go into immediate reaction mode um, that night, trying to figure it out and gather information. And so you're just on a series of calls and talking to medical experts and uh, we found ourselves um, on phone calls with uh, the Ohio governor, uh, along with the Cleveland Cavaliers and some professional sports franchises that day, and um, a variety of other folks that never really thought you'd be having conversations with the CDC. And um, you're just kind of in constant information gathering mode and then information sharing mode with our folks, our, our presidents, our athletic directors, and, and the decision makers in our league, and then trying to come together to make quality decisions that are in the best interest of everybody so you know it was really I don't know 48 hours starting Tuesday and, and rolling all the way until we ultimately pulled the plug on Thursday uh, right before tipping our men's quarterfinals I mean we, we literally pulled two men's teams off the off the floor uh, before we were getting started um, as, as news continued to trickle in about um, spread um, and some other medical information that we were getting Um, so for 48 hours, it was about as crazy as it can get. And it's, it's just phone call, phone call, phone call, learn, 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 share, 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 and then make decisions. Um, um, fortunately we had a lot of people, um, helping out and a lot of good people weighing in and, and had connections to, to, um, the right people, you know, the authorities and people that knew what they were talking about. So we were able to really get ahead of the curve in terms of what was coming down the pike. Um, what was going to be coming from the state of Ohio, in particular, um, playing our tournament in Cleveland. So that was that was helpful, but crazy times. I mean, I mean, Jeff. I know it's not really
0: possible to have seen anything like this before, but is is there anything in your mind that kind of prepared you for this moment and, and taking control of, of you know overall what ended up being canceling a, a two tournaments?
2: Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, it's unique. There, there's not anything that's quite the same. Um, but, you know, you're, you're in you're an event when you're in, in the event business, um, you know, crisis management becomes a part of your job description. So we've certainly seen our share of crises before. Um, I believe it was 2018, maybe 2017, uh, you know, at our wrestling championship at Central Michigan. We had an active shooter on campus and had to shut down. Uh, all of campus, um, and and deal with that situation. And, and in that particular situation, we were fortunate; we were ultimately able to revise our schedule of events and and complete that championship once that situation was under control. But you, you've seen your share of um, crisis management and situations that that help you be prepared um, from a communication standpoint, from um, uh, you know being able to stay calm. <laughs> Uh, understand um, you know, how to communicate with people and, and how to make decisions and um, how to be effective and thoughtful in that process, who the, knowing who the people are that you need to engage in those processes, whether it's governmental authorities, whether it's uh, law enforcement, whether it's staff, building, et cetera. So yeah, I mean, you have some experiences that help you out, but you can never be completely prepared for, for something as different, unique as this one was.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, hearing that I I'll, I'll never forget. I don't think any of us will forget this Mac tournament uh, right? experience clearly. I mean, to, to be sitting there on that uh, Thursday and I get the call or t- I don't even remember now about we're going to yeah. do a press conference and the way we had, we had a staff meeting uh, the Friday um, after the tournament was canceled and, you know, John talked to us all and, how how well we kind of handled it all but it's so reactive you like you were kind of saying jeff you don't you don't know until you you know um and yeah. do these things and it was like okay we gotta put this out we gotta set up press con- eric setting up the press conference and the streaming and we're gonna release out and we're going and it all came together as, as probably as well as you could have done in this situation and I mean, we've, we've gone through a lot of things where we've had to throw things together real quick, but I, from and John said it in our meeting, like to see our staff come together for something like that was, was huge. And the way we pulled it off and I'll never forget being in the chairman's club in the event level of Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse with all these ADs coming in and John there and uh, Len Komarowski, the Cavs coming. I mean, it was a surreal event that's just like in my head um because it was so wild and so quickly thrown together and the way we we're able to get that all out and unfortunate news but you know to to take something from it is i think we all learned something uh in, in kind of how to handle a, a huge situation there's probably going to be no bigger situation uh <laughs> knock no, on wood you know for okay. this is huge so yeah what, what well, I mean, something...
2: uh, I mean, well you go inside that war room even, even farther, Jeremy, that point for, for folks to give a better understanding of, you know, thir- you know we find out – I think it was I think I misspoke earlier. I think it was Wednesday night we got the Cavs news, right? It was after we did right. that first one yeah. of the women's games. Yep. And, uh, and so we had a – you know, Thursday morning we're starting at noon. Our men's games start at noon. Well, at 8 o'clock we had – actually it was 7.30. We had an AD meeting. An AD meeting at 730, because um, we had spent the night trying to figure out some medical information on the building. You know, For example, hey, the Jazz were here. When were they here? What facilities did they use? What, what? We, had, <laughs> we had to download and, and get a, a report from the arena on their cleaning schedule and how they clean the locker rooms and the chemicals that they use. So we walked into an AD meeting. Wednesday morning uh, or Thursday morning, armed with this information, Len Kamoroski was there with us from the Cavs, as you mentioned. President CEO of the Cavaliers came over, and we had a conversation about the Jazz being there, about the building. Here's the here's the the company that we use to clean. Here's the the mechanisms that they clean with. Turns out that place is cleaned to a hospital level grade on essentially a daily basis, and had been basically cleaned to that level about five or six times between the time that the Jazz were in the building and the time that. Uh, We took the building, Um, you know, we've got information telling us that the, that the, uh, at the time they were saying the incubation, the incubation period for COVID-19 was about five days. Well, they were there eight days ago. So we hadn't seen any signs from any Cavalier players or staff. So that was positive. So we had spent, and then we had a call with our presidents. (laughs) So we had a long conversation with our ADs. We had a long conversation with our presidents and a lot of back and forth and ultimately got to this point and said, it was about 10, 1030. And we said, let's, let's move forward. Uh, we had a plan in place we were going to test student athletes and staff um, for some of the symptoms prior to allowing them to leave their hotel and come over as an extra precautionary measure. And as we're start, and then we're starting to figure out, you know, on the, on the fly, we've got to now figure out how do we test? What do we need to test? So I'm on the phone with university hospitals scrambling to try to figure out how we can test. What supplies do we need? Who do we need to conduct the test? How do we do it? I'm on the phone with you guys and our staff at the building. Um, telling people what to do uh, to pull the teams off the court. We've got to get these guys tested before we let them back out on the court. This is all happening in a flurry around 10, 30, 11. Then we decide we got to push back the tip time because we're looking at a noon tip time. So we push the tip time to one, get the teams off the court. I jump in a car, we're flying back to the arena. I'm on the phone the whole time with university hospitals trying to understand what we've gotta do to test appropriately. So they're pulling stuff together on the fly and scrambling to get us information. We were scrambling to find thermometers. We had staff running around the arena looking for thermometers. Um, And by the time we got to the arena, we got word that the state was planning on issuing an additional restriction down to a hundred people or less at one event, which essentially made it impossible for us to continue our event. Uh, They hadn't done that yet, but we had received word that they were about to. Um, And mind you, in the midst of all this, we're talking to every other conference, too. So the commissioner and myself and some others are constantly talking to other conferences about what's going on. And in the flurry of all this chaos of trying to get these games started under new circumstances and taking extra precautions, we've already said no fans in the building the day prior to that. So we're playing in front of anybody as it is. And then just when we're about to get things going, we get word that everything's breaking. We have a call, John's talking to other conferences and basically simultaneously we all decided we got to just pull the plug and boom, it's done. And then like you guys said, 20 minutes later, a half hour later, whatever it is, we're having a press conference and two hours later, we're packed up and we're out of the building. It's just, it's just, it's just mad and it's just crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah. What, what What's something, I guess, from all of that, and it's a lot, uh, that you have taken and, and what you learned from it? And you kind of outlined some things, but something they maybe, you maybe won't give us a
0: positive, like a, like a positive outlook on this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, it,
2: yeah. yeah. Well, I think, I think there's a lot of positives actually. What was my, my takeaway or my positive was, um, when, when, when blank hits the fan, um, <laughs> people are pretty darn good. People are pretty darn good. People are pretty smart. People are pretty kind to each other. People are pretty understanding I mean it was a chaotic situation a lot going on these poor kids um you know having their tournament ripped out from under them some of them while they're on the court or on the practice court you know um and it wasn't there was there wasn't complaining there wasn't accus there wasn't finger pointing there wasn't blame there wasn't uh anger um there was um a lot of caring for each other and a lot of caring for other people uh going on in a really hard time and um that was just neat to see, you know? Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, obviously we're doing this call from, from home and then wherever we're at, uh, cause we have to be working remotely at this point. What's, uh, what's been going on with you? What have you kind of been doing to keep yourself busy in quarantine? <laughs> well, from, from a work perspective or a, or a sanity Well, both, I guess we're, we're all still working, obviously very hard on, on what we're doing, putting out content and stuff like that. But, yeah, kind of give us a little bit of both, what, what your life's like right
2: now. Yeah, I mean, on the work side, we're doing, I mean, there's a lot of fallout from from what happened in these last couple of weeks, so we're trying to put those pieces back together. Um, as most folks know, um, you know, really all, every conference now and the NCAA has pulled the plug on the rest of the spring season, so a lot of conversation now about what that's going to mean, how that's going to impact our campuses. Um, uh, not only on a, on a day-to-day level now and having to adjust. Um, but now we're talking about, you know, legislation moving forward, how we're going to manage the situation moving forward and, and how, uh, what kind of exceptions are going to make for student athletes to potentially come back and get additional eligibility and those kind of things. So a lot of talk about that going on, a lot of talk about the future of college athletics and our higher education institutions and, and our, uh, what, what is this going to mean for them? Um, you know, on the, on the direct impact level right now, um, on the impact of retention of students coming back in the fall, um, is this going to be an accelerant into um, online education and how and when does that affect our institutions? Um, the state funding issues that are going on now, you know, states are now having to fund uh, 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 workers' compensation plans and, and other things like that, that that they're pulling money from and how's that going to affect Um, you know, these are, our schools are all state institutions that are all funded by the state, um, and the students that attend. So if students stop attending, uh, and state funding goes down, that's a tough thing to face. So, um, a lot of conversation about that going on right now from the work side of things. Um, but, but, you know, all things that'll be, I think, figured out in in due time and, and end up in the right place. Uh, from a personal side, we we got out of Ohio right before the uh, stay-at-home uh, ban. We're down in Florida. Uh, oh, nice. We got, our, we got our kids out of there and came down. We got some family down here. So we're staying home still, um, but we're staying home uh, in someone else's home.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> not a horrible place to be. What's what's temperature uh, down there?
2: Uh, I was 67 when I was outside this morning. Uh, I'm sure 70s now, so...
1: Oh, poor you! I think it was uh, thirty-seven this morning, maybe. It was
2: on,
0: on Sunday. It was like seventy here, and then the next day it was twenty-eight.
1: Yeah, I looked outside; <laughs> yeah.
0: there was snow on my roof, I, and I went running the other day. It was
1: crazy. And yeah, no, no, no wonder people get sick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. This weather's crazy. What? What's you know? We we all kind of trying to keep sane, and I think at the end of the day, we're all fans. Uh, clearly, of sports. That's why we're in this business. That's why we love what we do. There's none of it on, although I did turn on the Ocho this weekend and watch the cherry pitting, cherry pit spitting competition, as well as, um, oh, wait, what was the other one? Dodge Juggle. Don't know if you guys caught those. Wow. Let me tell you about part, Dodge right? Juggle.
0: Yeah. Dodge do. please Juggle
1: please do. is dodgeball, but Everyone on the court is protecting the guy in the back that's juggling bowling pins.
2: What? Okay. And so, that's and awesome.
1: so, you're not trying to get the people out like a normal dodgeball. You're trying to just hit the guy that's <laughs> juggling the pins to, or or to to try and like off, use the yeah. wall to to break his concentration so that he drops bowling pins and I watched it for half an hour. It
2: was awesome. Oh my gosh. So whoever drops all their bowling pins first loses essentially.
1: Not all their bowling pins, just like the guy has to keep (laughs) juggling. He has to keep juggling. And when he stops, it's over. And then there was a tournament, but some people just kind of did normal dodgeball. Sometime I saw someone like with someone up on their shoulders so that they had to go over them. Um, There was, it was tremendous. And there's people like that watched, there was a crowd and like, I don't know where these events are taking place. I
0: watched, I remember it was, it had to be during the summer. I was watching, I don't know what it was. It was like everyone was in these suits and they had to climb up like a wet staircase and it was fantastic. They would like race to the top. Oh man. It was one of the best things I've ever seen. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah, the, the,
1: the, The third thing I did see now that I remember it was a tram championship and these people had to drive these tram trains and like stop on a dime like they were tested based on how how close they were to like a stopping point of the curb and they had to get out it was all on espn
0: i think i think that's almost one of the best things about this is that like we get to get so creative with our content and not not just us but like everyone with with nothing going on there has to be some sort of filter to, to yeah. kind of make these things work and so whatever we have we have to get creative with so i think that's what, honestly one of the best things about this whole thing happening
1: yeah J- jeff what, what do you miss most about not having any sports on although the things we outlined were definitely sports clearly
2: <laughs> uh there's it's, there's no like distraction right it's like the lack of distraction from everything else i mean yeah and, and getting, I don't know, emotionally invested in something else, right? Other than your yep. own personal daily life.
1: Yeah I, yeah, I would agree. And Eric, I'll take you, I, I think clearly sports is something uh, that brings us all together, that gets us talking about things. I mean, thank God for NFL free agency last week, which, you right. know, kept me uh, engaged in what was going on. Uh, but, yeah, you look around, there's just, like, I guess maybe it's just because we're in sport. Maybe it doesn't affect everyone like it affects us or me, but it's just, like, that's what you talk about, and that's what you get around, and it's, like, it's not no, there. I mean,
0: no, I mean, it definitely <laughs> yeah. does. I, t- I told you, I watched, I mean, Game 7 of the 2016 NBA Finals last night. I mean, it was two hours. I, I mean, I knew what was going to happen, and I still felt invested in the game. So, it's, like... You know, what, what what does it do for you mentally just to get that two hours away? I mean it's it was really good for me, I think, but
1: it was tremendous. Thank you for the heads up on that. Yeah, uh, I turned welcome. it on you're as welcome. soon as you let me know. And yeah, I mean it was it was just as good. I know Jeff yeah. Jeff, how many times do you think you've watched Team <laughs> Seven?
2: Uh so I probably watched it like twenty, thirty times. <laughs> but i had it on my direct tv and i got rid of D- direct tv like a few months ago so i haven't had it since and i'm definitely in withdrawal so i'm jealous that you guys watched it last night I- I yeah it.
1: and it'd be more jealous because i hit that record button as soon as i knew it was on so now yeah. I oh, it. I think- <laughs> oh i
2: didn't even think about that i should have done that <laughs> yeah what, uh, I think
1: jeff that-
2: what's what's the
0: best thing you've started on netflix since uh since this whole thing
1: Oh,
2: Netflix. Oh, man, i watched or a lot whatever, of bad whatever. stuff. A lot the guy
1: doesn't stuff. have time for TV shows. He's on a beach down in Florida.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we tried watching some stuff that was really bad. I've, been, I've, been, I've actually been watching, like, um, Kirby Enthusiasm. You guys watch that? Oh, yeah. I've heard it. Yeah. It's so good, I like don't. Thing. Well, yeah. and, um, I don't know. I, I mean, I think I can say it. It's the name of the show. I mean, you can edit it out if you have to. Yeah. Shit's Creek. Yeah, oh yeah, that show uh, that show is spectacular. Hmm. So I'll have to get well, in on
1: that. I haven't yeah. watched that yet. I gotta we're, watch this, uh,
0: tiger, this tiger show. I, I heard it's pretty nuts. Tiger. It, yeah, it's like uh, I don't know. It's called some some tiger show about like yeah. hunting tigers and keeping tigers as pets. I heard it's pretty crazy. well,
1: we're really, uh-huh. really good way to hype it up, man. I wish I could tell you
0: more about it. I don't know.
1: That's was great. That's great. Yeah, I'm I'm hooked. I'm hooked after that description. All okay. right. <laughs> I tried watching that
2: new show that uh, there's that new show uh, um, that was filmed in like Shaker Heights or not filmed. It's about it's like a story. Or oh a book yeah, uh, the Heights, one, right? Yeah, little fires everywhere, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two hmm. episodes, not good. Mm-hmm.
1: Nice. <laughs> I've gotten the I've gotten the wife to finally watch Ozark, and so she's ripped through oh, like a season and and then seven episodes of the second, so that we're right on right on par for uh, three a new season in a couple three days. days and Yeah, so oh, that's that's what we've been watching going. around here. Yeah, we've been watching. Carrick, that you after.
2: have to come
0: on. All right, all right. I know what. Yeah, uh, you, Jeff. What? Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: No, I was just gonna say you won't be let down by that show. In fact, yeah, watching nah. some of the episodes last night, even though I knew what was gonna happen, it they they tense you up for sure. <laughs> there are some moments Jeff and I have talked about them in the past that you're just like, even watching a second time, I'm like, oh my god, like what's about to happen? Even though I knew what was gonna happen, so. Well,
0: I watched I watched The Outsider with because uh, I know Jason Bateman's in that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. love the, the Outsider was really good. So I'll, I'll definitely. have
2: Start outsider was good except jason bateman was a tease i watched that show. Yeah, he was he was and he did it for an episode and a half
0: i know i know but yeah
2: <laughs> garbage but it was a good yeah, show. yeah it was
0: it was good show
1: eric i thought you, i thought I interrupted you i don't know if you had oh no wrong.
0: i was i was gonna ask what uh jeff has had stocked in his fridge for quarantine yeah <laughs> what, what's what's his go-to snack food or drink (laughs) well
2: well, well, both that's a good question Uh, no um uh do we we, we, before we came over before we came to florida we have a costco by us and jess was buying the uh those costco chicken street tacos you ever had those no no Uh, life-changing life-changing taco (laughs) so there you go costco chicken street tacos if you don't if you haven't had them and you have a costco membership you have to get them, and then it will change your life. Uh, outside of
1: outside of going um, to Florida, have you been out? Like, have you gone to the stores? Have either of you gone to, like out to stores? Yeah. So I had not.
2: I did like lockdown, like for real, for about eight nine days. Just went out to some stores, and then the first time I was out and saw any like people was when we drove down to Florida and like had to stop and get gas, and that's it.
1: Well, wow. it's pretty good. Yeah,
2: I mean I I have been out not like
0: out around people, but just out picking up stuff that I've I've kinda needed. I'm I'm very mad. I'm on my third day without coffee.
1: I don't have mm. a coffee Ooh. maker
0: at I don't have a coffee maker at my house and they closed the Starbucks pickup. So I'm really oh. struggling in the mornings. But I've oh. I've I've moved on to tea, which is not the same. Oh.
1: You seem like a tea guy to me Oh, Oh, as as you drink it, as you drink it, Uh we're watching each other here. Way way to go. We've been, uh, I've been in a a grocery store twice and, uh, doused myself with sanitizer after. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And not that I was around people, but I don't know. It's, it's definitely different. Um, but we, we've definitely gone the route of the, um, the, the pickup orders at target. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the, the girl rolls the stuff out that we ordered. She puts it in the trunk. We scan a thing. We're on our way. And then the Instacart uh, app with Heinen's is a grocery store here in, in town. And, uh, same thing. You have this personal shopper. They text you what's in, out, they shop, they put in your car, boom, gone. So I love it. Yeah. You you gotta, there, there's some ways around around this Costco
0: trail mix for
2: three weeks
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's all i've been eating that and peanut butter sandwiches Oh, well, um, well, yeah. hey Scoop, Uber Eats.
2: you could do breeds and no like i
0: know year. i'm over exaggerating i'm over exaggerating obviously <laughs> but.
1: well yeah well I, i'm sure we're we're all getting by and uh i think you know who long who knows how long this will last uh clearly none of us know that but yeah uh, like, like we've said we're on the Mac end, I think we're trying to do as much as we can, and um, utilizing some technology to all keep connected, which is great, and to uh, to try to like push this forward and hey. put content out.
0: Kevin, Kevin Love, I think uh, I think said it best. We're uh, we got a social distance, and that social isolate. I think that's really important. So I'm glad we're we're hopping on this and talking to
2: each other still. Yep, for sure. Absolutely,
1: Jeff. Any parting words from Florida?
2: No, enjoy the cold, fellas. <laughs> hey, <laughs> thanks a thanks lot. lot.
1: We really appreciate Bye. it. Once once again, Jeff Bacon, senior associate commissioner for championships, and what's the second part of that? I always forget. Sport. programs sport Sport development development. sport development it changes like monthly for jeff i don't know (laughs) Um, but uh we appreciate you coming on and uh giving some insight on kind of what went on tournament week and all the things behind the scenes and uh, hopefully we talk to you again pretty soon here
2: yeah fellas sounds great stay safe talk to you soon
1: sounds good thanks Thanks,
0: All right. We want, once again want to thank Jeff Bacon for joining us on the podcast today. I'm very jealous that he's in Florida. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, just packed up the car and got out of town. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I guess that's the best way to avoid it drive south.
1: Yeah, he, like you he said, he has some family down there. So, hey, good for, for him and to be out in the, the warm weather if you're going to do it. I guess now's the time. And we yeah. talked about it in the open, being around family is important. Uh, so, I, I know that his uh, – I believe his brother lives down there. So, uh, yeah, good for him. I definitely am jealous. Um, but, hey all right well we'll we'll have some decent weather here soon i'm I'm sure yeah of it. Ho-
0: hopefully it breaks up this whole thing we'll have a a nice summer to kind of hang out and get things ready for get things ready for the fall. I'm sure we got yeah, we got plenty abs- to
1: do absolutely absolutely uh yeah, but it was really interesting uh, yeah. to hear from him and all the stuff that went on, and that was just a snippet i mean he he kind of <laughs> broke it down uh there was so much more that we could have probably gone an hour uh, with him yeah. on everything that he had to do and all the meetings. I mean, we we normally see Jeff a lot during the tournament and just checking in and stuff, but he was, he was just a well, ghost. Cause he was in yeah, well, I, was gonna, I was gonna
0: I was going to say the only time we got updates was, uh, with him was when we were all back at the hotel and, and stuff kind of just hanging out and he would talk to us for an hour about what, what he had talks about to, uh, that yeah. day. So it was well, I'm, glad, I'm glad
1: we could get him on for sure. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. So, and we talked about some of the stuff we're doing with him uh, and, and people are just going to have to hear about what we're doing all the time. Yep. Uh, we'll have yep. to come up with some topics. We'll, we'll come up with some things maybe that we can discuss on here. Some, well, some now, now better
0: than ever. I think it's important to have uh communication between like you know our people that listen to us and then what we're going to bring to the table I mean if you have any suggestions please throw them through if you have any interview guests you want to throw out please let us know um, this yeah. is time to do it we'd love to talk to a bunch of different people um, yeah
1: and so. if you're someone listening that wants to be a guest uh oh yeah sure you know yeah, yeah, we'll yeah reach out because uh, we we want to tell stories we want to just talk with people and and have a good time with this like we've been trying to do and uh moving forward uh, you know should should have plenty of time to have yeah. two episodes a week for everyone yeah. and even if it's just getting someone on and interviewing and you don't have to hear us ramble at the start and the end, we'll, we'll get you something so that we can, we can keep pushing kind of our student athletes, coaches and people outside of maybe get some alums on here. Maybe now's a good chance where we could get some of the alums that we've wanted to have on here.
0: Yeah. People Uh, should be available. Right.
1: So, yeah. So, So, yeah. So with that, I mean, that's really all I have for today. What about you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, obviously stay stay connected with us we'll be posting a lot of stuff on our twitter instagram accounts over the next few months hopefully um yeah stay connected with max sports and call to action uh and yeah you got anything else
1: just stay safe and get some action yeah. get some action